0: Welcome back to the Elite Football Show. My name is Haider, and I'm your host as usual today. I'm delighted to be joined by Robin Boehner, who is a freelance sports writer who's featured in Goal, Football Index, Critique Football and plenty of others, as you can see from his bio on Twitter. He's an expert in French football, so who better to talk about a few French potential transfers to the Premier League and across Europe. Robin, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, it's nice to be here.
0: How are you? uh How are you doing? Is uh, I know you had <laughs> putting the kids to sleep, so uh was that a bit of a chore?
1: Yeah, there's, there's been a few issues. It's uh, it's more stressful than anything to do with work. I can tell you that. Uh,
0: this this will be a nice little sort of detox and uh, a relaxing session. Just talk a bit of football, but let's just jump straight into it. And uh look, the name Awa is just popping around a lot, isn't it? At the moment, you're seeing Arsenal being the favourites. I would say to sign him. It seems they're not too far apart on the price. Juventus apparently interested as well, but it looks like they'll have to shift a few. But um, what's the sort of lowdown on what's going on and do you expect him to
1: join Arsenal? Um, you know, I expect him to move, but at the same time, uh, this this has been sort of brewing for for several months now. It's been quite obvious that uh, he's going to be one of the big stories in the transfer window, uh, but it's not really moved on. Uh, I, I think in part that was due to Leon getting further than they expected in the Champions League. Um, and Arsenal have, of course, been been interested for a long time, um, but so have a lot of big clubs. However, the likes of Man City, Liverpool, Barcelona, they've all kind of dropped out of the, of the running, um, leaving sort of Arsenal with a sort of free shot at them, if you like. Uh, Leon said they've been, there's been free expressions of interest in them. They've obviously uh, said that, uh, that, uh, that Arsenal have bid, but the bid's not been anything like enough for for their tastes. So it, I think it really depends on whether Arsenal are prepared to stump up the cash for them. I, I think, I, personally, I think this the the, the expressions for their interest that Leon president Jean-Michel Olas has been talking about are, are perhaps transfer games to try and get Arsenal to pay the price that Leon want, because uh, if they don't get them rid of them this summer, they could face, you know not getting anything like the the price that they, they expect for, for, a, for a guy of his talent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think he's fantastic talent. I've watched him quite a bit last season. I'm not saying he's not worth the money, but he is still inconsistent, isn't he? While he has immense talent and he's done some brilliant things, spending, what, would it be 60 million euros, 50 million euros? Would that represent a risk for any team going for him, or do you think he's going to take to whatever league he goes to?
1: Well, Leon have already said that you know, at least 40 million, uh, you're probably looking at a bracket between 40 and 50 million for him. You're right, he has been inconsistent in the past. However, I don't think Leon have necessarily used him to to the best of his ability and, and the position that suits him. Uh, there's been weaknesses in, the, in their team that he's been forced to cover because he's a very versatile player. He can play in a lot of different roles and uh, in, in a way, that has actually worked against him and Leon in Leon in recent years because he's been forced to play in a deeper role than he might like to and uh, a role that he might not be quite as effective in. Uh, but but since they signed Bruno Guimaraes in January, he's played further forward. He's been given a lot more freedom. And if you look at his numbers in terms of assists and goals, they've actually increased quite significantly since then. So, you know, obviously it's going to be a big test for him moving somewhere else like the Premier League. But I would say he's he's very suited to playing for a team like Arsenal. Um, and I think he would suit and sl- slip in there very, very nicely.
0: Yeah, I think they would. he would definitely elevate Arsenal towards the top four, which is obviously their target this season. And a player that I do want to discuss quickly is obviously a player that Leon have just bought and that's Paqueta. Does that have any bearing on our as he's seen as a replacement? He's someone that went to Milan with great promise great excitement had a fantastic start i think he got injured it didn't really work for him but uh, i think leons a great place for him to go and uh, rebuild his career i would say but um yeah is that seen as a direct replacement
1: yeah i think um or perhaps not a direct replacement but he's certainly somebody who could come in and fill the role with that hours playing uh, like you say leons a great club for for developing players um, even players that have maybe had to take a step back if you take a look at memphis depay for example He's really thrived in Leon and, you know, Paqueta could have the same sort of, or he could find his game uh, lifted in the same sort of manner that Memphis has. So, uh, you know, it's an exciting signing for Leon and it's, it's one they really need to make work.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm a United fan, so I saw Memphis at United and um, it's good to see him playing some good football. We might as well go on to Memphis now. You've got Memphis and I wanted to sort of couple of that with Moussa Dembele. Dembele was linked very heavily, wasn't he, sort of in January to United and Chelsea. The fees the fee is very extortionate for a player that I'm not saying he's not a good player, but when you pay 70 odd million euros, let's say if that was the price that was quoted, you want more of a footballer, don't you You want the player to be able to help sort of in the build up play as well. I don't know if Dembele is the best of that. I think he's a good goal scorer, but is there any chance he leaves as well? And then obviously with the pie, it seems that Barcelona don't have the money uh, to, to complete that deal for me. I think, I think the pie should stay where he is. I think he's the, a big fish in a small pond. He's obviously upped his game. I think I know he's been looking, he's always been saying, I want to go here, I want to go there, I want to make that step up again. But um, is there any chance that one or, or two of them leave?
1: Yeah, I mean, Leonov said that um, they're probably looking at possibly two departures. And uh, they said earlier this week that they wanted the, the deals done by uh, Friday, which is obviously. Tomorrow, tomorrow. That's, I mean, it doesn't look like that's going to happen at the moment. Um, uh, going on to Memphis, uh, I, I agree with you. I think he's probably the sort of player who's best suited as being a big fish in a small pond. Exactly as you say, I think he, he really thrives on being in the spotlight and being the main man. How he would cope at Barcelona, where obviously he's going to have to defer to Messi, maybe in the future, Fati. who knows? Um you know, it's it's going to be a difficult it's going to be a difficult challenge for him. As we saw at United, he's certainly a different player now. He's he's a different man now. He's much more mature than he was when he when he started at Lyon. He's been made their captain, uh, so I, I don't think there's any doubt that he's an improved player. Uh, but whether he's capable of making that step up and still performing to the level that he is currently, I'm not so sure. Um, you know, I, as I say, I I think it would be good for him to stay at Lyon, but I'm not sure that's necessarily possible. Just because of the ambitions that he has, which which is fair enough. Um, everybody wants to to achieve their best, I guess. Um, but obviously, he's out of contract next summer, and that complicates things for Leon because they want a fee for him. I think they paid just over twenty million euros for 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 Depay to United, uh, and, and they want some kind of return on that. Uh, obviously, they've had a footballing return, but a club like Leon also needs a financial return. So it's complicated for them in that regard. Uh, regarding Deb Bailey, he started the season really pretty poorly, so I don't think there's any prospect of him making a move, uh, simply because nobody will be interested in paying the the, the sort of fees that, that Leon are interest uh, Leon are demanding at the moment.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Something I will say on Memphis before we move on is that it was definitely at United a case of too much too soon, wasn't it? I think he was fantastic at PSV, but um, the whole situation at United hasn't been good for any player really a lot of top players have gone there and failed over the last mm. seven years so i don't think he really had a chance but it's good to see him playing better but um yeah i'm not sure barcelona is the right place for him and i don't know if kuman's going to last a season so if he goes then yeah. you know you don't know what's going to happen with Depay. but let's move on to antonio rudiger i've been seeing reports of psg being interested in him is there anything concrete there or or is it just uh just his agent touting him around
1: um, it, it seems to be a move that's sort of building in momentum, if you like. Um PSG have also been linked with Taimui Bakayoko at Chelsea too. Uh it seems that they, they want one of the two, not both, uh to fill a position either in the, the centre of defence or or a defensive midfield role. Um and and they want either or because Marquinhos will slot into the into the position that they don't sign the player in. Uh so there is there is interest in Rudiger. it seems that uh, you know, PSGs are a bit of a, a bit of a difficult moment at, at the at the present time because head coach Thomas Tuchel doesn't seem I, see eye to eye to with Leonardo with regards to to transfers. It seems that Leonardo wants uh, um, Rudiger, and that Tuchel doesn't want him. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, if if that happens, and if it does happen, how it, the sort of knock on effects at PSG are because things are there are already pretty tense.
0: Yeah, I want to sort of draw, drill in in that a little bit more what's going on at PSG because I spoke to Jeremy Smith the other day uh, regarding what's going on at PSG and I, I sort of said when I saw the Rudiger rumours, I thought, average player for me. He's not hmm. If he's not good enough for Chelsea, why are PSG going for him? And it seems to me, is this uh, Leonardo picking the players? Is he picking Ruda, Rudiger, Bakayoko? Or is this something that uh, Tuchel wants? Because looking at it, it's it's very... It's very, it's odd because PSGO club with a lot of money, obviously I'm not sure if COVID's hit, maybe you can shed some more light on the finances. We're looking at that midfield that started in the final for the Champions League. a Herrera, Marquinhos, and who was the other player? You might be able to, to film uh, hey
1: well, you, you caught me on the hop here. Uh, <laughs> is Ferrati? No, Verratti was on the bench. It was, was bench. someone, but
0: it was It, was um, lucky. it wasn't game. But... Paredes? Paredes? Yeah, Paredes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> on, yeah. on the ball there. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I look at that midfield and although Herrera, again, an ex-United player, he, he's definitely taken a step up since he's gone to PSG. But for a club who has spent so much money on their side, albeit on the front three, that midfield was definitely a step below what you would expect for a top European powerhouse. So what is really going on there? Because it seems that I don't think Bakayoko is a step up as well. He's He didn't do very well at Chelsea. He's, he's obviously been on loan to Monaco, went to Milan. I mean, is, what is going on at PSG? Is it in terms of the finances? Is it Leonardo picking these sort of players and Tuchel doesn't want them? Because it's just something doesn't seem right for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's mostly financial. Um, even though PSG are funded effectively by the Qatari state, uh, they're like everybody else who've been hit by the, the, the COVID issue. Um, so their income's down. They've obviously got FFP issues that are, kind of hamstringing them a little bit from from UEFA's point of view. So they can't spend freely like like they might have wanted to. So you're not going to see a move like the, the Neymar or Mbappe mega moves. That's just simply not going to happen. Uh, they've already signed De Cardi this summer for a lot of money, which, again, is not necessarily something that Tuchel wanted, but was something that Leonardo pushed. So, uh, you know, uh, financially, th- there is definitely an aspect of that. Um I mean, I think if you look at PSG's, if, if you get their absolute strongest team out, they've got a very good team. Where they lack is, is the depths like Bayern, and I think they're possibly trying to sign somebody like Rüdiger or Bakayoko almost as a, as a sort of squad filler, somebody who possibly appreciates that they're not a super ego, of a, a, a sort of superstar player who possibly doesn't want to immediately break into the first team, but is happy to play as a sort of backup role, be well paid for for a backup role. Um, and, and sort of not rock the boat too much if you like. Uh, so there's there's a myriad of things happening at PSG at the moment and I, I, I think the, the mix is quite toxic and it seems like they're going to struggle to get many deals over the line uh, before before the end of the transfer window and I think that's going to really cause them problems going forward particularly if they suffer injuries and suspensions over the next couple of months which promise to be sort of a really hectic time for for everybody
0: yeah absolutely it's what it's, it's 10 months of a season in nine isn't it now with mm. with the lack of rest over the over the summer but um one last point on that looking at that League group as well the group of death it's not easy is it the one that psg have just been as a united fan i'm not very happy but you look at there's yeah. leipzig as well and you've got uh istanbul uh basak shir so look that's that's a group of death if you look at all the other groups there were reports that uh tuchel could get sacked after the Champions League or if they had not made the final. Is there any movement on that? I know Allegri is still available, Pochettino could be an option. With that friction between uh, the manager and obviously Leonardo, could you see that there could be a new manager coming in not in the not too distant future?
1: Well, I think one of the things that's keeping Tuchel in a relatively secure position at PSG at the moment is the finances. PSG don't want to have to sack him and uh, pay out four or five million euros or you know, I think that's roughly his wage. They don't want to sack him and, and pay out this huge wage um, when he's he's doing a reasonable job. I mean, I, I don't think you'll get too many people saying he's a tactical genius or, or anything like that. But you know, he's he's doing okay, um, and so unless things get really bad, uh, then I don't think there'll be anything, any movement on that front. But you know, beyond next summer, it's maybe difficult to see him staying at PSG. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. I think uh, I think he's someone that definitely gets a lot of. I think disrespect. I don't think he's as bad. I I quite like him actually. I like I like the way PSG played after the restart in terms of in the Champions League. I thought they were quite entertaining. But um, let's stay on to PSG. But let's move on to Deli Ali because he's someone that has been linked. It seems like those links have died down a little bit. But um, is there a possibility he can make a loan move? It's quite clear he's out of favour with Jose Mourinho. I, I see another sort of Paul Pogba sort of relationship between Mourinho and Deli Ali and Ali. You get a Deli Ali on form. I think he's a phenomenal player. We've seen that in the past, but it just seems like he needs to change your environment. Is there any movement on a loan move, perhaps, to uh the French capital?
1: Yeah, all the movement seems to be away from it though. Um, you know, as you say, he has been linked. Uh PSG are trying to look trying to or have been trying to negotiate a loan deal. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, personally, I think it would have been a really good move for Deli Alley and for PSG because one of the things that PSG really lack in their midfield is a sort of box-to-box player, somebody who'll get up and support the strikers. And I think he could have been really effective at that. Like like you say, if he's if he's on form, uh, he could be a really good player. And you'd like to think that a move to somewhere like Paris would be able to inspire him to be able to lift his game back to what it was. Um, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen anymore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think when I looked at midfield straight away, the PSG midfield, I think, where's that attacking threat from, from midfield? And he definitely provides that. It's a shame. It's not nice to see a talented player, but he's he's had a tough few years, hasn't he? In terms mm-hmm. of uh there has been a few attitude problems, but he just needs to reignite his career. So uh that's that's I think that's a shame for him. But um let's move on to another player who's perceived to have uh attitude problems, and that's Gwendozy. I'm not really a massive fan of him. I don't see the I just don't see the hype. Maybe you can correct me on that, but uh I don't see I see a player that's a good player sort of a jack-of-all-trades. I wouldn't say he's fantastic at anything, uh, and but he thinks he's better than he is, and I think that's that's part of the problem, isn't it? Clearly, he's not really in the Arteta's plans. There was talks, wasn't there? I'm going to bring Draxler into this. There was talks of a Draxler-Gwendouzi swap. Is that something that can still happen, or do you expect both players to remain at their respective clubs?
1: No, I doubt it will happen. I mean, uh, the trouble is, with Julian Draxler, he's in a sort of Mesut um, Ozil position at PSG, if you like. He's getting paid. A whole lot of money. He's quite happy to be there. He's not fussed about playing regularly. He's quite happy to to be a, a substitute. Uh, so he's you know he's okay where he is. I know. Um, and I think he quite enjoys the Parisian lifestyle as well. So it's it's very unlikely that he'll leave. Gwen Dusy has a say PSG or a team that lacking attacking for it from midfield. If he went there, I, he's not going to provide that basically. Uh, so, for me, he wouldn't be a, a good signing for them. And I agree with you. I'd, I'd think his, his, he's been hyped up beyond perhaps his abilities at the moment. Um, I know he's been in the fringes of the France squad. Um, you know, I, I'm not necessarily sure I'd have elevated him to that sort of status. So, you, you know, there's obviously something there if, if somebody like Didier Deschamps is is taking notice of him. But But for me, he wouldn't be somebody that I would see as a PSG player
0: yeah i agree with that i'm i just i'm not seeing that there's obviously talent there but i'm not seeing the the sort of hype that he had a good first season but with that attitude it could be difficult but um there's two players that obviously i didn't send them over to you but i've just thought about them now now that i've got your mind, as well ask you two players that get linked every single summer uh more sangari is the one that gets linked uh th- you know what it's quite funny maybe you can correct me on this i mean i've never seen him play he's just one of those mm-hmm. sort of football manager fifa sort of players that everyone always talks about Oh, if you want to buy a young talented player, buy Sangari from Toulouse. I think he's at isn't he for fifteen million or whatever it is. And then the other one's Samari as well, that gets touted around every every summer. I've seen more of Samari. I think Samari looks mm-hmm. a good player. I know that Newcastle were trying to buy him. I believe there was a thirty-five million pound bid in January. You can correct me, but um, how good is how good a either player? And is there any movement this summer uh, for both players?
1: Yeah, um, Sangari's actually left Toulouse. Uh, so, Toulouse got relegated in the summer, and um, uh, to League Two. Uh, he started off the season really poorly in Ligue Two, actually, um, and he's gone to PSV Eindhoven, which I, I guess will take a lot of people by surprise, given the clubs he was linked to. Uh, I mean, statistically, this guy is phenomenal, and I think that's why he's been he's been so highly touted on the likes of FIFA uh, Football Manager. Um, you know, I, I was never massively taken by him, so I'll be interested to see how he gets on at PSV. Uh, and, and Sumari I'm I'm a huge fan of. Um he's he's not been involved as much with in the in the League starting eleven this year. Christophe has kind of tried to, you know, um reel him back in if you like, because maybe he just got a little bit carried away for a while. But you know, certainly he's a very talented um box to box midfielder. Um, people have talked to him, talked to him of him as you know, the sort of next Paul Pogba, um, and he's he's certainly got the, the the ability to to become a star. I think um, he's he's so technically strong, so physically good. Uh, he's got all the attributes you'd expect from a sort of modern day midfielder. So I think he's a guy that's got a really big future, and I, I think Leal are probably doing the right thing by holding him back a little. But uh, I think if he was to make a big move now, it, it might be the end of him. So uh, maybe maybe in, in 12 months, 18 months, something like that, that might be the optimal time for him to move on. Um, but he's definitely somebody to, that's worth keeping an eye on.
0: Yeah, so, someone I've watched, uh, Samari, someone I've watched quite a lot and I, I do like the look of him. It's 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 one of those things, isn't it, though, where when you hype up the youngsters too much, it's the, like I just said, you know, the next Paul, like you didn't say this, but people say, oh, he's the next Paul Pogba. I heard someone say he's the next Vieira as well. I mean, let the kid develop, let him play his game and see where he goes. But, um. Let's move on to two players now, the final two players. They're not players that I've been licked, they've already made the move. One of them is Fofana from uh I can't I can't remember now. And the second one is Tiago Silva. So let's start with Fofana. Obviously, moving to Leicester now. Um, very highly rated. How is he gonna take to the Premier League? Because I think Leicester are one of those clubs who recruit excellently. Their scouting mm. system is fantastic, they're very big on the the d- data analytics of, of of you know of the of buying players, and I think More times than not, Leicester's transfers have worked and then you see the player leave for four times the fee. So what sort of player can can Leicester fans expect to get?
1: You know, he's a really promising centre-back, as you'd expect for the fee that that they're going to pay for him. Um, uh, If you you speak to a lot of San Etienne fans and speak to people who watched a lot of San Etienne last year... Uh, they rated him just as highly as, as William Saliba who's obviously gone to Arsenal and was back at San etienne last year and had a lot of injury trouble um, and, 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 and final was the guy who stepped in and really exceeded expectations there he was outstanding uh, very solid very athletic uh, reads the game well decent in the air you know there's no obvious weakness at this stage of his career so I think there's been a lot of um, centre-backs who have moved from Ligon to 1 to, to England this summer and I, I think he could be the pick of them, ultimately. As um, oh, a guy that really had. It. Yes, th- yeah, for me, definitely. Um, you know, I think Gabriel's still got weaknesses in his game uh, in terms of his positioning and reading of the game. Uh, and I think that might be exploited against the bigger teams. Uh, it, it remains to be seen. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, I think if you watch the Champions League last year and Leland in the Champions League, I, I think I felt that he was a weakness in, in their defence, uh, you know, and it really needed somebody like Jose Font to 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 sort of talk him through games. Uh, and especially it'll be interesting against Chelsea, to see there was
0: there was two mistakes, wasn't there, against Chelsea yeah. when Tammy, Tammy Abraham scored. Yeah, I um, agree with that.
1: That's 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 the game that, that most sticks in my mind when I think of Gabriel, and you know I think he's got something to prove. I mean, obviously, for Fofan, Fofana has not played at that level yet, so he's untested. Uh, and it will take a, take a a degree of time to to settle in for him. But, you know, I think ultimately you know, he's still very young. I think he could, could really be, you know, he could develop into a world-class defender for me. Very interesting. Uh,
0: do you think, I, mean, I know it's early to say, but if all goes well, do you expect him, could he play for a top elite club around Europe?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got absolutely no... No doubts about that. I mean, if you if you, I think that the 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 market for centre backs at the moment isn't particularly good. I think he could could easily play for anybody. I mean, he, obviously he's going to need to develop. He's not completely the finished article at the moment, but yeah. you know, I think he could easily play for a, a Man United or a Real Madrid or a Barcelona one day
0: that's that's really interesting he's definitely one to watch out for Robin last question last player I left it to last because uh I think it's quite an interesting one to end on and that's Thiago Silva now when I saw Thiago Silva was going to Chelsea two things came into my mind one the pace of the Premier League we know the Premier League's obviously it's got a very fast pace it's very physical that was not so much the concern because I always thought that if you put someone quick next to him, like a Kurt Zouma, I think he could be okay. But the second thing that I worried about for him, if he was slotting into the Liverpool team, or perhaps I don't know, the you could say Man City, although their defense is a bit shaky, or even United. United, although they're not the strongest defensively, they've got a system. But Chelsea and Frank Lampard, I think that's one of the criticisms. There's not really a system there. And I always thought that Silver is more of a system player. You can you can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how I saw it. And he he played fantastically well at PSG because the one he had pace around him and two, you know, he reads the game very well. But he came into a Chelsea side where that defensive backline is at sea. A lot of the times, they they're not coached properly, and he got exposed, didn't he? So, barring I suppose the leadership and the the winning acumen that he brings to Chelsea, do you have any concerns about you know physicality wise? You know, he is he is getting on a little bit, and do you have any concerns that he won't adapt to the Premier League?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously a difficult move for him to make at this stage of his career. Um, I'm I'm not sure what, how much English he speaks, uh, which could be another issue. Um, and uh, as you say, Chelsea play uh, just in such a sort of broken manner. It's going to be difficult for him to cover spaces. Uh, he is used to it. I mean, he played for Brazil. But at the same time, he, he's, as you say, he's, he's now well into his 30s. And it's going to be difficult for him to... I mean, his strength was always sort of reading the game and being in the right place at the right time. And I think, like you say, in a Chelsea team that's just a bit haywire defensively, that's going to be very complicated. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be very difficult for him to settle in there. Uh, and I think, like you, when you see Thiago Silva move to the, to the Premier League at this stage of his career, you do immediately worry. I mean, this is a guy who was, for me, the best centre-back in the world for... Two, three, four years, um, but you know he's long past that. He's he's never particularly excelled under pressure in the big games, and I'm, I'm thinking like uh, the La- La Montada. um He was an absolute shocker that night, um, and I, I just feel that maybe it's just come too late for him. And I think if he if he really flops, I think that would be a real shame because it would just be such a, a, a a tainted mark on his legacy, if you like. He deserves to be remembered as one of the greatest centre backs of the generation. And if he does poorly at Chelsea, he's he's gonna be almost ridiculed in in England and Britain for, you know, forever. That's that's a, a washout.
0: But that's how it is, isn't it, Robin? With uh, I think one with the Premier League fans. I'm a big Premier League fan, but I watch a lot of Serie a and the disrespect that the Premier League fans have towards foreign leagues. You have always have the the word thrown Farmers League, don't you? And so, unfortunately, the problem is is that a lot of Premier League fans are like this. They're very they're very narrow minded. They see what's in front mm-hmm. of them. They can't see the full picture. But uh, the second thing as well, I would say is you know the the modern younger fan as well. They'll see one game and they'll think, oh, he's rubbish now. They'll completely discount everything. He was fantastic at at Milan, fantastic Mm -hmm. at PSG. One of my favorite defenders. It does seem like it's come a little bit too late, but um, I'm just going to let you have the final word. So I'm just going to pick out Awa (laughs) because that's the biggest one. If out out of five, and I know this, you don't obviously you don't want to make predictions because things change. But out of five, how likely is it? Would you see him in an Arsenal shirt? And then how likely could you see him? (laughs) Yeah, this is tough. If you don't want to answer, that's fine. No, no, um, it's okay. And then the second one I'm going to say, because, you know, there is, for me, there's a slight doubt that he will go to Arsenal. I just feel like Juventus might be able to pull out the money somewhere and he'd go there. Uh, Out of five, how much does he want to go to Arsenal? Because there are reports saying that he's going to Arsenal because the options aren't there, the other options available.
1: Yeah, I think, um, okay. so just to keep it simple, um, does, does he go to Arsenal or is he at Arsenal this time next month? I'll give you a three and a half out of five. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> how much does he? How much does he want to go to Arsenal? Probably, I would say a three out of five. I mean, I'm obviously not not got any connections to his to his uh, to him personally, but I, I would say, you know, the draw of the Premier League, there, um, you know, Arsenal are still a, a big club, not in the Champions League, though, so that's a bit problematic. Okay, so three out of five.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I know I put you on the spot, but um, <laughs> no, I, I think it's probably going to happen, but. Arsenal you know, need to shift a few as as we know that. But Robin, thank you very much for coming on today. Where can all the listeners find your work and uh, what's your at handle for Twitter?
1: A oh, pleasure. Um, you can find my work generally speaking at gold.com and at Football Critics, so check those websites out. And my Twitter handle is at rbernork brilliant what we'll do is
0: we'll chuck that in the bottom of the description to all the listeners hit the like button hit the subscribe button make sure you check out all our content we've got audio versions on spotify anchor and apple podcast it's been a pleasure robin and we will see you